guys, my name is Spencer Larson, and I am the middle school ministry director here at the Chanhassen campus. And thanks for hanging out with us today on Insta Study. We're at the Next Gen offices at the Chanhassen campus, and I'm so excited. We're going to do the soap model of studying the Bible. And so, if you remember, we had talked. Matt and I had sat down, and we were talking to you guys about what does the soap mean? It's scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And honestly, you can start with prayer. You can do prayer in the middle, at the end, and all of the time because prayer is so important. But we want to help you, and this is something that we do as well, just to study the Bible and allow God's Word to actually affect the way that we're living and doing life every day. So thanks for joining us. We're going to start in John 3. And I'm not going to read everything in John 3. I've done that, and I've looked, and I've decided I'm going to highlight some specific areas. But I would encourage you, take some time to read Scripture. So go through the whole chapter of John 3, but today we're going to be in 3, and I would love you, if you have a Bible with you, to turn to John 3, and we're going to start in 10. Jesus is talking to a guy named Nicodemus. Nicodemus came to him at night because he was afraid of what people might think of him because he was a big religious guy that they, all of his friends wouldn't have believed in Jesus at this time that he was the Messiah. And so here's what Jesus says after Nicodemus is talking to him. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and do you not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who has come from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life in him. Then we get into a really critical verse. This is something I think all of us know. It's held up at Vikings games and the NFL games right at the end zone. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And I want us to continue here. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in the name of God's one and only son will be condemned. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. All right, we're going to stop there. You're welcome to continue to read. I want us to now, we've read scripture, and we're going to start observation. So this is a time, you can even pause this, and I want you to go through what we just read and observe some of the things. So one of the things I automatically observed was, you are Israel's teacher. Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. He's a teacher. Well, Jesus talks about himself being a teacher, right? Then we, we look further down, and it says, I have spoken you to you of earthly things. How are you going to believe if I keep talking to you about heavenly things? So there must be a difference in the way that Jesus is communicating to us and in his ability to understand in his infinite wisdom. And he's bringing it down so that we can understand it. And then he says that the only person um, who, who has come from heaven um, is the Son of Man. 
Jesus is making a huge proclamation. He's saying, the Son of Man must be here. And all of the Jewish people at this time would have said, oh man, the Son of Man, Messiah, so the Messianic promise, whoever it is, that God is coming to earth to do something to save the Jewish people, right? And so that's what the Son of Man is saying. And then in verse 14, it says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. Guys, that is a curious verse, right? It's like, what kind of a verse is that saying? I love where, where it says on this sheet that you guys can grab. It says, it's okay to be confused after reading. This is a part you might be confused by. Because what you have to do is you have to go into Numbers 23, and you have to read a story about what God said to Moses about the way that people had been bitten by snakes for a purpose. And then Moses said, I want you to make a snake and we're going to lift it up. And if you see the snake and you were bitten by one, well then God is going to heal you. And what Jesus is trying to say is the same way that those of us who have chosen to sin and were bitten by a snake and by a serpent, which is even in creation account, the devil, well, that same idea of being bitten by sin and having that sin nature that we all go towards, that darkness that we all live within before Jesus, then he says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So he's comparing Jesus to that that thing that saved them from the wounds of the snake bites, just as Jesus is our salvation from the darkness in this world and that he has come to this earth so that we can know him, believe in him and have eternal life in him. And so as we continue, what's the, that scripture observation? Go through, just continue to study the scripture. Application, what did you read today that you can apply in your life? And so for me, that is the reminder of what Jesus has done needs to affect the way that I live every moment of my life. That Jesus sacrificed himself and went up high so that so that through believing in him I may be lifted up and healed from the disease of sin and so I, that's a reminder for you and and you're welcome to find an application that meets you where you're at as well and then the other thing is prayer after you're done with that prayer is an opportunity for you to go before the God who is above all and wants to communicate with you wants to actually be known and wants to be known by you because he knows everything about you. So let's pray together. And I want you to continue to read through John. If you want to go back to Numbers 23 and check out that story, it's a great story. Um, continue to study God's word and tune in to Insta Study. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you that you came to this earth and that you gave us an opportunity at salvation. Lord, I pray that as, as there's so much darkness in this world that you... And through your power and through your love, through your grace, we, we would be the light that would shine in the darkness. And Lord, that others would come to know you through us as vessels. Amen. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of the day. And you know what? Thanks, Matt. And Caroline's here with us. Katie's here. Megan's here as well. Guys, we love you and we can't wait to see you again coming up soon. Yeah.